Hey, Hollow Colt. The weather's getting nice, and you know what that means. It's cryptid hunting season. And the first rule to cryptid hunting is good footwear. That's why we're excited to announce our partnership with Tecovis Boots. When you're out hunting the dogman or stalking Chupacabra, you don't have time to break in boots. That's why Tecovis is so nice. They have first wear comfort. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with their styles when you're out hunting cryptids. And let me tell you, their styles are on point. I've always considered getting me a pair of snakeskin boots, and their pair is mint. They also have crocodile boots, caiman boots, ostrich boots, regular leather boots. They they have it all, and it's it's ridiculously awesome. You can even stop by their the local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. So just imagine yourself getting a pair of legitimate snakeskin Hollow Sky branded boots. How awesome would that be? Nothing is going to intimidate a dog man like a nice pair of gator skin boots. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. podcast we are your host steven and kyle and um i'm just gonna preface this with the best episode we've ever done in our lives yeah first off second off i've been diving into this into a whole world of conspiracies lately like max spears case and the finders and all this shit and my brain just kind of exploded so i didn't get an episode written but in searching i found what could be the craziest cult of all time. I second that notion, and we've been sitting here digging into it, and 
watching their human sacrifice videos, which to say the least is extremely interesting. And we've already kind of decided that at the end of this episode, we are probably going to upload some audio from the human sacrifice video and kind of give you a rundown on like a play by play type situation. It, it'll be, it'll be entertaining to say the least. Yeah. And I just kind of threw that out there because I didn't actually write, uh, like a script, like we do kind of a script on our episodes. I didn't do one for this cause I just stumbled on this website it does. I don't. I think I've ever heard anybody talk about this. No, anywhere else. And so. like, it's bizarre, but I I do think that beneath all of it, there could be some pretty insidious stuff. Yeah, but uh, before we get to that, we're gonna go through the business, then we're gonna sign up to be in a cult or something. Anyway, yeah. check us out at all our social medias: Instagram, YouTube, Twitter. Facebook, TikTok, come and hang out with us, leave weird stuff, funny memes, the whole nine yards. You know how social media works. Pretty dope. If you have a paranormal encounter you'd like for us to feature on a future episode, Kyle's going to tell you how to get it to us. Well, you can write it out and then email us. You can record your story on your little smartphone and like your voice memo app or record a video you know, whatever you decide to do. And then you can shoot that over to the email, which is going to be hollowskypodcast at gmail.com. Or you can give us a call or text on our phone, which is going to be 1618-556-0837. And I wanted to, I meant to go live last night while I was researching, but we ended up getting really bad storms. Anyways, I was going to try to set something up for today, which would have worked out great, but I dropped the ball. So from now on, we are back on what should be a relatively normal recording cycle. So, and I'll, I'll, I'll make sure that me and Steve both will post things the weekend, you know, a, a little bit prior to the weekend we record, but we're going to try to come up with, say, 7 o'clock if you have something you want to call us about and do a candid interview, 7 o'clock our time, which would be Central Standard Time. Yeah. You can give us a buzz at 7 o'clock, and we'll do an interview right on the spot. Hell yeah, just off the cuff. Yep, I think it'll be fun. I want all the fucking weirdos to come out. Yep, we, wanna, we want all the weird. Uh, that being said, if you were sitting there thinking, man, how can I support this dope podcast? I'm going to tell you how you can do that. First off, you can tell all your friends, everybody on your social medias, pass our links out, get everybody on board, get them listening to the show. That's the best thing you can do. <clears throat> Secondly, we have a Patreon we've got put together. You can go over there and check out that. We do extra content once or twice a month. We've got some stickers and stuff, all kinds of different tiers, t-shirts you can check out. And does that interest you? Sign up. Bada bing, bada boom. We got a Venmo. <clears throat> if you'd like to uh, just throw us some money for one of these guys here, which is a monster, and it's not an orange one, so I'm disappointed, but such is life. We appreciate that as well. We're also looking at maybe getting some camera equipment that we can go out and do some weird shit. I just 
found uh, the location of what's supposed to be one of the most haunted cemeteries in Illinois, and I'm dragging Kyle there. Surprise, Kyle. So we'd sounds, like to get that on film. It sounds terrifying. That's going to be cool. Like, I'm legit worried about it. It'll be fine, Kyle. Oh, I know. Because, I mean, we're not going to run into the watcher or anything. Worst that could happen is we get drugged to hell. Cool. Yeah, sounds fun. Have you seen Tenacious D? Yes, you have. Well, yes. I'm going to say, who hasn't (laughs) seen that movie? It's fantastic. So, yeah, you can throw some money in the Venmo. All those, Mm. you just search up the Hollow Sky Podcast on Patreon and Venmo. You'll find us. Uh, The best way you can support us is go to wherever your podcasts are and leave us a nice, polite rating, rating and review. If I find you on uh, Apple or iTunes and you leave us a five-star, I'll gladly shout you out. <clears throat> Today's five-star rating and review is brought to us by Cody Vick. It says, 10 of 10, would listen again. Five stars. The show is definitely binge-worthy experience. The guys go full send in the unknown, and it's the best. Started a couple months ago, and they just get better and better. Hell yeah. Well, Cody, thanks for checking us out and taking the time Appreciate to leave us you. this dope five-star. Yeah. Like, oh. <clears throat> love oh. it. One thing Steve forgot. I did forget it. It's not really his fault, but I'll just blame it on him. It is. Um, for all you crazy cats out there wanting shirts, guess what? Oh, yeah. Our store is almost at full stand capacity. Hell yeah. We got so some- here in the very near future, we will be posting the links on our social media and stuff. So you guys can get shirts, you crazy Go kids. Go get shirts. That would be... Crazy super dope way to a help us out, and then b that gives us an infinite amount of advertisement when you guys are walking around with our shit on. Hell yeah! Another thing that we forgot to mention is that we have a Discord. We forgot to mention, yeah, we do have a Discord. And here of late, me and Steve have been pushed down these subjects where we are probably going to need help because these subjects are vast, and they have a ton of different offshoots, but we want to talk about them. It just might take us a little while because it's a lot of digging. But the other thing I was getting at is that we might start using Venmo for two separate things. Of course, it's going to be monsters. But the second thing is we're thinking about trying to get a hold of the Illuminati card oh, game. Yeah, I did post that on social media. So. Yeah, I did and I forgot. But it would be cool to have that deck because there's a lot of fucking weird the shit fucking on there. Future. Yeah, there's a lot of weird shit in there. Hell yes. So, wow, we rambled on for about 10 minutes. That's okay. Uh, People on YouTube are going to hate that and post when we start our episode. But anyway, shout out to the YouTube folks. Holla. What else am I going to go? Oh, yeah, listener experience of the day. So, we are diving right into that. Here we go. Hey, Steve and Kyle. Um, I just wanted to call in to give one of my experiences um, in the past couple of months. But first, I wanted to say that uh, you guys are awesome. Hollow Sky Podcast is fantastic. And um, ever since I found you guys on The Confessionals talking about egress industries, I've been absolutely hooked. So I just wanted to encourage you guys to continue making this awesome content because you have a lot of people that want to want to listen to it and it helps them get through their work days. I know it helps me. Anyways, um, my name is Ephraim. That's my baptismal name. I was received into the Orthodox Church about six months ago. And just bear with me because this kind of all ties into my experience. Um, So I was raised Christian and fell away from the church at a pretty young age, um, my early teens, and came back 
about the age of 21, which would, would have been like 2012 to 2013, somewhere in that area. And coincidentally, or not coincidentally, um, that was also around the same time that I started to get into the world of conspiracies and the nature of the geopolitical world and um, started to kind of have, I guess, some scales uh, peeled away from my eyes, as it were. And so I've been on a, a very, um, you know, physical as well as spiritual journey for the last eight years or so. And um, it's been wonderful, but there's been a lot of ups and downs. And particularly within the last six months, there have been a lot of trials. Um, and so I think that some of the physical trials kind of tie into a lot of the spiritual struggles that I'm going through. And I think the whole world is kind of going through right now. There seems to be something in the air within the last you know, two years and last year, 2020 specifically, where just utter chaos and turmoil. And I, I think a lot of it ties into some of the apocalyptic dreams that people are having that you guys have recounted on a couple of your episodes. And I think that um, there's just something that is kind of starting to shift the atmosphere of the world as a whole, you know, in the last year or so. And uh, people that aren't even, you know, have never been aware of this kind of stuff are starting to wake up to it. But anyway... Um, so yeah, like I said, I was baptized about six months ago and, um, my spiritual father on the day that I was baptized said to me, you know, with a, a lot of grace comes a lot of spiritual trial and, uh, Satan looks at the grace that God gives and he is going to tempt you. And now that, you know, you've been baptized and you've taken this step, you're going to start to notice some things that are maybe a little out of out of the ordinary, you know, kind of more visceral than, than usual. And you're going to be tempted in a lot of different ways. And I just kind of thought to myself, okay, you know, um, I can handle that. But, you know, you, you get those kinds of talks from pastors or priests or whatever. And it's like, yeah, of course, everything's a spiritual bat battle. But th this was very quickly manifested. And that same day, as a matter of fact, was the first time that my wife had to go into the hospital um, for some physical ailments, which I won't get, get too much into. Um, and that kind of sent us down a trajectory of the next couple months being in and out of doctor's offices for something. And uh, it was very, very difficult. Um, and so fast forward a little bit, my wife and I find out we're pregnant again. We're looking forward to having our second child. And we, um, we realize pretty quickly on that there's a, there's a chance that the baby will not survive and we won't be able to carry him or her to term. And so this is pretty devastating for us, but we're still kind of actually, as I speak right now, we're still in the in-between. We don't really know what's going on with that. We have to wait until a couple weeks from now to get some answers. And we're just keeping our heads up and trucking along. And then uh, today, as a matter of fact, which is actually one of the reasons why I thought, you know what, heck, I'll I'll send in a, one of my experiences. Um, today, I found out that I have a tumor on my back. And uh, that, so I went to a general surgeon last week and got this big lump on my back that's been there for a couple years removed. We didn't really think anything of it. The doctor wasn't 
very concerned or suspicious of it, but they sent it away, had it biopsied, and um, they found out it's a very rare kind of tumor, which could either be pretty cancerous or uh, be relatively benign. So unfortunately, they have to go back in and make sure they got everything and do a wider incision and then test whatever is left in there to see if they can further determine whether or not it's cancerous and whatever. So I found that out. Um, So there's a lot of physical trials going on, right? But I had one very visceral, uh, spiritual slash sleep paralysis experience um, a number of months ago. So a little bit after I was baptized, my wife was already in bed and I usually come to bed after saying prayers. So I, I got done saying prayers and I go and lay in bed. But my dog sleeps in bed with us, so I have to kind of like lay pin straight almost in the bed, you know. And uh, so I'm laying down on my back. And the normal sensation, I've had this before, but almost before it felt like the start of like astral projection or something. I am familiar with, with how that goes. My dad had experiences with that in his younger years, and my brother has had some experiences with this stuff. So I kind of expected like, okay, this is like the starting, this is the start of astral projection. I can pull myself out of it. So I started feeling the vibrational pulls or the vibrations. And I started feeling like I was being pulled into my body further. Right. And I was like sinking, but not necessarily like into the bed. I was kind of sinking more into like the inside of my body. So it was almost as if my eyes were receding into my head and I could see like the inside of my, of my skull or something. It's very odd. And, but I was kind of suspended there. So I didn't go any further down, but I also wasn't able to pull myself out and I couldn't speak. And very quickly after that, I started hearing a disembodied voice, which wasn't necessarily audible, but it wasn't my voice. It was a foreign sounding voice. I had no idea whose it was and it sounded kind of evil. So I just thought, okay, this is weird. So this voice is telling me to commit a particular sin and um, I won't get into the details of that because it's, I don't think it's appropriate, but it's telling me to commit this sin and I'm saying to it in my mind because I can't speak, no, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. And why would I do that? And this, this disembodied voice is telling me, well, you know, you're going to go to hell even if you don't commit the sin. So you might as well have some fun and commit the sin. Or you can just kill yourself and get it all over with and then you don't have to deal with me. And I thought, that doesn't really correlate. Like, why would I have to kill myself just to not hear you? But then it started scratching. I started feeling a scratching on my face. Of course, I can't see anything because I'm still kind of inside my body. But I feel my body, the left side of my cheek being scratched. And I'm like, okay, this is freaking me out. And as it's scratching my face, it's like it's almost like like when your wife or somebody is like, you know, you're sleeping on your side or something and they're like poking at you to try and like mess with you and goof around with you. It was like that, but it was like evil. So instead of poking me, it's scratching the side of my face, the, the left side of my cheek, and it's telling me, kill yourself, kill yourself. You need to kill yourself. And I just kept repeating this and getting louder and louder. And I'm saying to it, no, I'm not going to do that. But I can't speak still. So I start calling out to Jesus and I start saying, Lord Jesus Christ, have mercy on me. Lord Jesus Christ, have mercy on me in my mind. And as I'm saying it more forcefully in my mind, I'm slowly start starting to be able to, to eke it out with my voice. And when I was finally able to say it with my actual speaking voice, it completely stopped. I was brought back up through my body and I was laying in bed 
and I could move again, and the disembodied voice was totally gone. So, I mean, make of that what you will. It's not too crazy of a story, but for me, it was one of the most visceral experiences I've ever had. And um, I remember a couple of the people that you had on your podcast before who sent in listener submissions, and you guys have talked about it before, using the name of Christ to to kind of get away from some of these experiences, right? And there seems to be a corollary, uh, like a correlation between the name of Christ and the warding off of either alien abductions or uh, demonic entities or, you know, the old hag through sleep paralysis, that sort of thing. So um, it worked for me. It's worked for my brother before a number of times, but he's had a couple more frightening experiences. So maybe I can get him to come on and, and share one or two of them. But anyway, I just wanted to uh, share that with you guys and say thank you so much for producing the content you produce. Uh, I hope you guys get that sponsorship from Monster that you want. And uh, for anybody that's listening right now, if um, you know, you're know you not a Christian and the way that I'm talking sounds triumphalistic or something, I, I don't intend that. Um, forgive me because I have a big ego. So it's not my intention to push anything on anyone. I just want to say I love all of you guys. And Steve and Kyle, I love you guys. Your, your show is fantastic. Keep going with it and uh, don't stop making that awesome content. All right, y'all. Take care. Bye. From first, thanks so much for taking the time to send us in your uh, experience. I want to be the first to say I hope that you're recovering well from your tumor surgery and I hope that you and your wife are doing well with the child and everything's progressing well and that all goes exactly how you want it to go. Yeah. That's uh, a that's uh, a big burden to carry. Yeah, that's a that's a lot to unpack in a short amount of time. Definitely. Very much we're so. We're pulling we're pulling for you. Yeah, and we hope that everybody out there listening, you know, you're in their thoughts and prayers as well. Yeah, hell to, yeah. We're all one big family. Yeah, give some good vibes out there. Because if there's anything, it's good vibes. It's got to be. Love is the strongest force in the universe. And we learned that through Stardust, which is epic. Epic. As far as your encounter goes, that is wild. Like, it was a lot more wild than you let on. I... um. The whole of it getting to try you to self-harm and shit is terrifying, first off. Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, I don't know what other kind of entity would even really go that route outside of something being demonic. Yeah, Which yeah. is kind of part of the course. Well, they prefaced it with trying to get him to commit uh, a sin. Yeah. You yeah. know, and then tried convincing him that regardless, you're going to hell. My question is, is like, and I'm not, I'm not trying to beat you up. I'm not trying to be a dick by any means. But what I find ironic from the situation, unless unless I miss something and the conversation got convoluted in my brain, but I found it weird that your your pastor or your uh, whatever you called him kind of prefaced you with. When someone is full of grace, you will be tempted. And then the way I, my brain deciphered that is that you were prefaced with that, and then shortly afterwards, you started to become like these things started to happen to you, and that that's weird for me. Like it was almost a like a trial. 
kind of thing. It's just weird that somebody prefaced it because I've been baptized and now given I was baptized when I was a kid, so you really can't fuck with my brain like that. But I don't know. I just find it weird. It's just a weird correlation that I don't know, like because you were now baptized at this age in your life, now you are more tempted for some I don't know. It just for some reason it doesn't set well with me. Yeah, that it's it's just weird. Like it's weird timing. It's weird the coincidence of it. It's just very bizarre to me. And yeah, I don't it almost, it almost seems like something was was trying him. You know what I mean? Like, I'm was, sure that it was, yeah. Was, it's, especially it, the sin part because I I kinda that kind of slipped my mind once he got into the whole scratching and yeah. commit suicide and all this. But that, yeah, that is weird. Um, it is, and and maybe maybe there was maybe there are entities out there that do watch you, and because you you committed the way you committed, maybe it was like their yeah, their it, ego it, that it, was it, just it, like you know what, well let's try be. him, let's try yeah, exactly, him exactly exactly. Oh, he's you know he's accepted this faith. He's 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 showing it. He's taking the steps to let's take him away, take it in. Let's see let's see how much faith he really has. Yeah, yeah, you know absolutely, I mean? very well could be. It just. I don't know. It sounds terrifying. And it it is weird that it started as like this whole astral projection thing, but kind of almost fucking 180'd on you and went demonic. Unless, I would, then again, we don't right. understand any aspect of and that. It's almost, it's almost bizarre that like he was looking into himself when it, oh, when yeah, it started. Yeah, that is you fucking know, like weird. Like he said, he looked in, like he was looking into yeah. his own skull. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe the maybe I don't know. I'm not trying to get spiritual or anything. Maybe the the baptism was in a practice of pushing all these negative things out. Very well, could have been of himself. Well, then the metaphor of looking inside yourself. I mean, and and again, like how he finished it off. You know, he just he just asked for Jesus's help, and everything cleared itself up, which we hear time and time again. I know, and it's alien abductions. Like, I get it when it comes to the spiritual realm, but when it comes to the alien stuff, it, that throws me for a fucking curveball for some reason. Because I don't, I don't want to correlate. It's just, and that's me. It's not, I'm not saying that it's not possible, but I don't want aliens and demons or aliens and spiritual beings to be the same thing. Like, yeah. And that's just me personally. I'm not saying that there's not a possibility that they can't be Nephilim or they can't be this or that or the other. I just don't want it to be for whatever reason. I just don't want it to be, but it is bizarre that it's almost like every creature in the universe ultimately respects that name for some reason. Yeah. It's weird. It is bizarre. It is bizarre, but I hope, man, I hope and pray that everything goes good for you because it sounds like you have been going through some pretty heavy shit. And I just want it. And he still took the time to ride us Right, in. I know, which is crazy. All this guy's pulling for you and your family, dog. Dude, so much. I, I hate to fucking hear these stories. I want everybody to just to live their best life. Word. And if you do get your brother to call in, if you can convince him to share some of his stories as well, maybe we can see if they kind of uh, intertwine with yours. Yeah, that would be interesting sure. as well. But thank you, and again, we're pulling for you. Yep. Okay, so I was doing, I'm just, let's go. Here we go. I was doing some research, right, on a conspiracy about uh, this ritual and people killing themselves to get this ritual started. And it was this whole big, dark thing. 
So as I'm searching for it, I come across this page on the internet, just tucked back in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Right? So I decide to check it out. I'm glad you did. I am something. So am I, I guess. It's good. You click on this page. It's orderoftheblacksun.com. Click on it. It's not all that special, but it's bizarre, to say the least. I'm going to kind of walk you through it, read you some of the pages. Again, like I said, all of this content is orderoftheblacksun.com. It's all their stuff. I'm just sharing it with you guys. So, to start out, it says, This site is a portal into the world of black sunites. Those who have left white sunite ways and worldviews behind to walk under the shadow of the black sun. It is the online home of the dark lords of the Order of the Black Sun. The masterminds behind an occult empire of shadow sex, symbols, ideologies, and language that are in darkening the world. More information about our vision is contained in the Book of the Black Sun from Black Sun Academy Publishing. Aspiring Black Sunites may also, may also read our blog and read our other publications to learn about our order's pro- projects. And then it says this language, I'm probably going to say it wrong, but it's Borsum Rackum Chod, which means Black Sun Power to You. This was brought to you by Dark Lords Karzathor and Ravik, founders of the Order of the Black Sun. Okay. And right out of the gate here, uh, <sighs> notice two things. So they have an actual website, which means takes, legit. takes money. Yeah. And then not to mention, they said that they've actually published books, which takes money. And written books. Yes, and written books. But not only that, you go and look at their books, they are relatively quality books. Yeah. Like, they're not just these little paper bullshit books. So from their opening page, if anybody anybody wants to go check it out, it is orderoftheblacksun.com. And you look at it, and then it says propaganda. As you scroll down, there's a picture of a man in what I can only describe as a ninja outfit standing in front of some weird symbols on this board in the background, and he's holding a book with the same symbols yeah. in the book. And clearly at the top, it looks like the black sun. like it's Yeah, and he's wearing a Calvin Klein hood, which is kind of sus. And this is titled, A Black Sunite Displays His One Empire, One Order, Unity Oath. Scroll down, you get another photo of a similarly clad man in front of some black candles and a black uh, flag piece with some weird symbol on it. Scroll down, you get a picture of a ninja standing on a walkway with a sword looking at what clearly is a black sun. Yeah. It says, do you walk under the shadow of the black sun? Next, you have a guy with some face paint on. Do you speak Borgal? Can you write in Harzad? Scroll down some more. Another dude in front of a black gong, black candle, black ninja outfit holding a black rock. Then you scroll down and you get this image of what appears to be a UFO with a giant alien head on it, which I'll share with everyone. With the black sun in the background. And the last picture on the page is... It's titled... Artist Conception of the Borzakordor Black Templar Making a Ritual Sacrifice to the Black Sun. 
and it has a sacrificial table with a body on top of it. One of these um, proposing ninja people. Yeah. Because he's wearing a black robe and he has this huge dagger. He's getting ready to drive through probably the heart of whoever's lying on this table. It's in the center of this sigil with a bunch of uh, other writing around it. And he's looking directly at the black sun. This is pretty culty. Yeah, I was going to say, like, it starts off kind of weird. And then the the farther down you go in the pictures, it just starts getting more and more culty. It gets pretty culty. It's a little dark. So there's links on this page where you can click and go and check shit out. Um, the about link takes you right back to the first page. The publications page takes you to all of their books, which they have quite a few. They do have a shitload of books. The first give, is give them some of these title names. They're they're we're gonna talk classy about stuff. It. Book of the Black Sun. You can buy it on Amazon. There's links. The author are the Dark Lords. Series Multiversal Metaphysics and Sorcery Book One. I'll read you the info of this book. And just to make things clear, that apparently there is a ritual involving the Black Sun. Like it, yeah, it, we don't it's know if little, it has anything tied to this. Yeah, but it, it is. But it's what brought me here, right? Like it, and I, I want that preface because, like, when we get into this shit, like I feel like, despite the knowledge of these participants, they might be unknowingly taking part in something fucked. It's gonna take a really weird um, kind of turn here in a minute. It's uh, a very modern media is going to get tied in, and it's just going to be weird It's going to get weird, yeah. So, the Book of the Black Sun is the first written testament of the philosophy, symbology, sorcery, and ideology of Camu Dun, which is the Shadow Path, the foundational book of Borzum Gazurul, the Order of the Black Sun, which encompasses all other orders and ideologies propagated previously by the Dark Lords. By the full paperback here... Here is about the book. This book documents the manifestations of the Black Sun's power in our thoughts, our lives, and our world at large. It is written. It is a written first testament of the philosophy, symbology, sorcery, and all ideology, as I said before. Um, we offer this book not to idle philosophy or mysticism, but as a call to re-examine reality and your place within it. It comes from the endarkened minds of two who have close encounters with the Black Sun's power and returned, to, or returned as darker, stranger beings with a message for others. For we have walked under the shadow for many years. We wish to convey some of what we have learned to those who would follow in our footsteps. In a world of shadow-blind sleepers, may this book awaken, and awaken a chosen few, open their third eyes to the black sun, and bring them under its shadow. May it inspire them to join the ranks of our invisible empire and leave behind the white sunlit world of illusions forever. May the black sun burn a hole in your mind as it has ours, giving you the eyes to see a new path and the strength to walk, to walk it onward forever into infinite darkness. So... With that description right there, it's kind of, it's a lot more ominous than I first took it for because, like, when you read that description, it reminds me of... A fucking cult? Well, there's that, but also meditation books. Um, like, 
it's almost like that self brainwashing technique, like motivate yourself slash convince yourself to quit smoking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's almost like it's it's pur- they're purposely writing this to fuck with people's brains to make them envision this a darker world that they are more powerful in, which is a hundred percent cult bullshit. Yeah, and know? it's yeah, it's it's basically manifest your the own. darkness. Dark and destiny. It's, yeah, it's fucking weird. Like, it's definitely culty, without question. The next book on the list, I'm thinking about buying one of these just to see what all this shit is about. You probably should. Is the Black Templar Handbook. It's a guide for those who wish to emulate the Dark Lords by constructing black temples to their own power, the power of the Dark Force and the glory of the Empire. Okay. You guys are probably picking up on some terms here yeah. that are familiar. <laughs> With everybody. Yeah, it's bizarre. About the book. The book is written for those, yeah, I already read that. Templar of their own power, the power of Zai and the glory of the Empire. It's based on experiences of Dark Lords and willing to into existence the first temple of its kind in this universe, the Black Temple, which is their nexus of power in this world. For they are on an inspired mission to bring a new order to this planet and have authorized the release of this book to the public so their black magic may infect select souls and inspire them to build their own temples of power. In this book, we will introduce you to many unfamiliar concepts, words, symbols, rituals, temples, and metaphysical notions that will challenge your existing nodes of thought. We have opened a portal to the Black Sun, through which we are bringing new ways of being to this world. New religion, new language, new magic, new aesthetics, new philosophy, and new age of civilization. And the dark heart of this new civilization will be our axis of temples. The Black Sun Temple, the Temple of Demons, the Temple of Vampires, the Temple of Lamb, the Temple of Shadows, etc. That we desire herein. So read on, learn of things which few in this age dare dream of, the unlimited power of the Black Temples, the secrets of their construction, the dark rites conducted there. Learn to speak the Black Tongue of our kind and invoke dark forces from beyond. Learn to worship at an altar to your own power, the power of Zai, the power of the Dark Lord's Empire. There is no going back, nothing to lose, no turning the black sun from the sky. Join our dark crusade if you dare. The aeon of the black temples begins here. How's that make you feel, Kyle? Weird. Yeah. It's And it's weird that these guys like dedicated enough time to create their own fucking language. Yeah. That's bizarre. Yeah, it's and weird dedication. That they wrote fucking however many fucking books. There's here. a lot. And I uh, does it go in like a ascending order? Like uh, the recent one is that the most recent is at the top. I because that last one was from 2018. I'm not sure. One of them was from 2017. Because that the book of the Black Sun says multiversal metaphysics and sorcery book one. Yeah. So. I'm assuming there's book two. We have the Black Tongue Handbook. This is uh, the magical language used by the Dark Lord's order to invoke force into themselves and command the internal or the external world. With this language, our order shall rename all things in this world, thus imposing our thought forms upon it and thereby conquering it. These guys are hard at work because this is published the exact same year as the last one. Yeah, they're banging them, bro. Banging them out. Uh... Borgal shall also be our secret tongue used to identify other members of our kind and separate ourselves from the light-siders and the mundanes of this world. Those who choose to learn Borgal are self-selecting elite, founders of a new cult, heralds of a new order, and propagators of a new magical regime. Like, they literally said... Cult. 
founders of a new cult. Yeah. So there you go. He, we, yeah. So I'd say it wasn't just a, it wasn't just a odd thing I put together there. They have yeah. the Black Ninja Handbook, which is pretty sick if you can learn karate. Yeah, I was gonna say cheesy, but whatever. <laughs> it says what, this wait, was this? What year was this publicated? Published twenty eighteen. What the. F- Dude, they're, there's three three in 2018. Dread Night Stalker <laughs> is the master of the Black Ninjutsu, bro. Oh, okay. This is a full color hardcover book as a, or this full color hardcover book is a training manual for the Shadow Warriors of our empire. It is written for acolytes of our Black Brotherhood who choose to specialize in the dark arts of espionage, sabotage, assassination, stealth, scouting, and covert operations of every kind. Make no mistake, this is a dangerous book. The skill and ideas described herein are based on the hard, hard-won knowledge of real shadow warriors who operated for centuries in harsh, harsh conditions, where the price of failure was often a terrible death. Their very name, Ninja, meant those who lived in their hearts, or those who lived with their hearts under a blade, those who walk a path of danger and face death as a way of life. Such dangerous knowledge is not meant for armchair ninjas who enjoy stories about League of Shadows but have no intentions of putting any of it into practice. No, this book is for those with the courage and will to act, to train, and to transform themselves into lethal shadow beings. Our empire will need an army of such men of action to take our vision from the realm of imagination into the realm of reality. With the publication of this book, we are putting out a call to challenge a call and a challenge to those who wish to become the most feared operatives of the new imperial order, the Dark Knights we call Black Ninjas. So read on and discover if this is your destiny. In the words of a haiku I wrote the other day, Ninja Clans Unknown, in shadows training, creeping, are you one of us? Written by Dread Nightstalker, master of Black Ninjutsu. Well, good for you, Dread. Um, and you're right. That book could be fucking dangerous because it is empowering people... To probably do pretty shitty things. Because if it has anything to do with... I forget the particular description there, but... Basically like clandestine fuck, borderline terrorism. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of like picking up somebody's version of the anarchist cookbook. You know what I mean? Like, Well... If you are... If you are convinced that this shit is real which does happen. People do get sucked into these things. And then you have, you're buying into this and somebody's like, this is what we have to do. We have to put rags in people's gas tanks and catch them on fire because <laughs> in the name of the dark Lord. Yes. There will, you bet your ass. There will be people that do that shit. It's about to get, I feel like I just hit a, hit a nail. And George Lucas's coffin. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> here we go. If you didn't pick up on terms that you're familiar with, yeah. Well, we're here now because the next book is titled Sith Academy: The Path of Power, The Nine Echelons of Sith Mis- Mastery, Book One. So now we're into Star Wars. The Sith. The this, which explains a lot of the. They the are. Lingo. They are wanting to bring the power of the Sith into fruition, into real life. What year was this one published? Uh, 15. 2015. 
Okay, so which, you got which once we get into their uh, their abouts, you can see how this kind of changes and yeah. manipulates. I guess should I keep reading these books? I I you know I wouldn't. Well, I, maybe you could read a couple more titles. Yeah, I'll just read but, the titles. So but you there, know where there we're are going. A lot. Yeah. Sith Academy Path to Power, Book One. Sith Academy Masters of the Will, Book Two. Sith Academy Lords of the Force, Book Three. Sith Academy Acolyte Training, which and it, that's another training manual like your Black Ninjas. Right. Dark Side Philosophies, which contain our philosophies of power, politics, evil, war, death, magic, metaphysics, empire, history, the cosmos, and more. Discusses the nature of the dark side and the force of the philosophy of Sithism. And to be fair, some of those logos there are very Star Warsy. Yeah. I've never watched more than one Star Wars movie, I think. I like the original. The one where the dude had all the arms and had all the lightsabers. Oh, I thought you were talking about Goro for a second. I'm like, that's yeah, way wrong. Movie. That might, it might have been him. I don't know. Then they got uh, the Book of Chaos, which is part two to the Book of the Black Sun. Interesting. Which, uh, yeah, pretty much the same mythology, symbology, yada, yada, yada. They got the Book of Cthulhu, which is part three. They, they Dark Lord, study of the Cthulhu cult, metaphysics, mythos, philosophy, psychology, history, and structure. The Temple of Satan, Devil's Disciples. Temple of Satan, Pact with the Devil, the Black Magicians, the Devil Worshippers, the Vampires, Isis versus the Illuminati, the War for a New World Order. I don't remember the... I didn't watch a lot of Star Wars, but I don't remember the fight of Isis versus the Illuminati. No. Where does Luke Skywalker fall into? No, and in my opinion, you can kind of see a clear path that's happening because... The earlier ones from the Sith, those are the early books. And then it kind of starts to take this transformation into a darker path, which you're getting ready to go into. Yeah. And and I think it'll open up some pretty interesting conversations. We talked about it earlier. And it's it's for me, it's borderline terrifying because it just could turn into really bad things. Yeah, and I know I'm just kind of reading off a bunch of stuff here, but I've it's I I don't know what the fuck to make of this. Like this stuff is, is pretty well thought cool? out. So the next page I pulled up is from their forum. It uh the one I just clicked on is called the Black Sun Spirit. And I'm going to share it with you. It's not very long. Black Sunism is essentially a spirit, feeling, or intuition rather than a rational philosophy or creed. It's an expression of pure freedom and an assertion of dark truth against the onslaught of white lies. The Black Sunnet is a being who simply says to those who would impose their white sunnet ideals upon him, fuck you, it's okay to embrace your shadow. It's okay to disbelieve. It's okay to hate. It's okay to kill and hate life. It's okay to die and love death. It's okay to know the world is doomed. It's okay to deny the gods. It's okay to reject creation. It's okay to be immoral. It's okay to seek power. It's okay to walk under the black sun. It's okay to burn down the world. Everything is okay because nothing really matters and the universe is doomed. Well, oh, that, that is dark that's, shit. That's dark as fuck, dude. And that's what I'm saying. This is dangerous. Because you, you, once you get into the Sith stuff, when you, when you look at those books, you're thinking, this is like a bunch of cosplay dudes yeah. just yeah. you know wanting to try to live this life but you get in to the meat of this shit and you're like 
God damn. Yeah, you got a base layer and then the meat, like you're saying. I've got a I've got a briefly summarize or he says I have briefly summarized the Black Sun Spirit and Nine Maxims, of which I previously written about. This is an attempt to codify the Black Sun at Creed, while recognizing that this is always going to be inadequate because everything is a lie, including this and every other attempt to reduce a feeling of a list of principles. Anyway, here are the nine maxims of the Black Sun Path as they currently stand. One. The world is dying. Two, everything is a lie. Three, might is right. Four, the gods are hostile. Five, the black sun is real. Six, the shadow is power. Seven, the order is supreme. Eight, the life is in death. And nine, darkness is in our or darkness is our destiny. I will expound on these further in a future post. In the book I'm currently working on, for now, I leave it to the reader to interpret them as you will. Like this is it's dark. This it's guy's okay got, to kill and hate life. Like this guy has a a really fucked moral compass, and and even if like even if this started out as a fucking bunch of larpers, and then he talks about it here, right? The fact that like he you can tell just by that right there, that alone, you can tell this this dude is sucking himself into this world, like. He could have started this out like, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna create this whole universe for it and this, that, and the other. But now his brain is warping to believe this shit to where now this is factual. Yeah, like like rules do not apply except for these nine rules yeah. of the black sun. Right. And that's what's it's terrifying okay about it it's because it's okay to kill. Yes. Like, you are fucking brainwashing people to be psychopaths. And this, it's the history of the order, part one. It's quite a lengthy read, but I'm going to read it to you anyway I because think it's it's, great. it's crazy. It's clever. It's clever. Okay, a brief history of the order, part one. The beginning. The order of the Black Sun was first conceived around 2010 of the old calendar, at a time when I, Lord Karzathor, was undergoing an inner crisis and a dark awakening that I barely understood. All I know was that the symbol of the Black Sun resonated with me in some deep, unconscious place and expressed something unexpressible, much as God does for many others, perhaps. I felt that my spiritual polarity had flipped in some fundamental way, and the Black Sun was as good a symbol of the inversion as I could find. So I pursued the idea of an esoteric order dedicated to the Black Sun, a spiritual group for those who had undergone similar polarity shifts for about a year, researching the meaning of the symbolism, developing the vision and ideology, establishing a website, and attracting a few acolytes. I identified 12-21-2012 as the date when the Black Sun would rise, coinciding with the Mayan prophecy of the Fifth Sun, and began planning a great witch ritual to mark that date. Sith Academy However, long before that date, in 2011, for whatever reason, I developed a powerful fascination with the Sith of Star Wars. The Order of the Black Cloak Masters and the Dark Side of the Force, who exuded such awesome dark style and energy, energy and power. George Lucas had created something truly inspired in this galaxy far, far away, and I got caught up in a new vision of establishing a real Sith Order in this galaxy and making their dark side religion a reality. So I put the Order of the Black Sun on the back burner and spent the next several years developing Sith Academy, a website and a cult for the propagation of Sith ideology and the training of real Sith acolytes, apprentices, and dark lords. It was quite a powerful experience 
and I got fully into my role as Darth Empress, a self-proclaimed prophet of Sithism in the universe who had a revelation and bridged a gap between the galaxy far, far away and our own, bringing a cult from the realm of fantasy into our universe. The project was greatly enhanced when I recruited a few... When I recruited fellow Black Sunite Lord Ravik, known as Darth Ravenous, shortly after the founding of the Sith Academy. Ravenous became the second of the ruling two who led our Sith Order, much as Darth Sidious and Vader had in Star Wars. He brought a gift for personal... He brought a gift for personal seduction and corruption that I lacked and was the primary face of the order from then on. People came to the academy in a steady stream, similarly caught up in the fantasy, wanting to desperately be Sith Lords, LARPing from their basements, pledging allegiance to the Empire, waving their lightsabers, and generally having a good time. At one point, we had a rather amusing feud with a well-known online Jedi community that resulted in hack attacks by the peace-loving Jedi and the Academy being reported to authorities as potential terrorists. Like, that's extreme. That's... Like, this is beyond LARPing at this point. Yeah, well, uh, if I was the Jedi's and I looked on here and they said, it's okay to kill, it's okay to yeah, hate, I'd probably well. be like, yo, these dudes are getting a little too wild. Yeah. Back to it, but after about two years of this, I grew tired of the fantasy. The whole thing wasn't serious enough. It was evidently a big live-action role-playing game, which had no reality outside of the online world. There was no physical temples, no people meeting, no actual conquests in the real world. So at the peak of the Academy's popularity, I suddenly announced to our members that the whole thing was made up, that I wasn't a prophet, that I hadn't been contacted by the last Sith of the GFFA, and I don't really believe in the Force. I suggested that the Sith should remake itself along more rational lines, like a corporation of dark geeks than a cult of religious fanatics that seek power and wealth in a more realistic way. It was a devastating announcement. Nearly everyone left the academy in disappointment shortly thereafter. I had broken a magical spell that we had created and lost my hold upon the imaginations of our members. But I learned much about human psychology and how easy it can be to create cults and indoctrinate people if one is forceful and creative. People want desperately to believe in something, as Nietzsche put it, to believe in nothing rather than have nothing to believe in. So they're willing to be swept up in any fantasy if it makes them feel powerful and alive. Since then, Sith Academy has been destroyed, lain dormant, and recreated more than once. In its second incar incarnation, we built a real physical temple, made YouTube videos of our rituals there, published several books, and kicked the project into overdrive. Acolytes quickly returned, seeking to be led back to their Star Wars fantasy world. It seems that we were only a faction out of the entire Star Wars-related community who ever came close to manifesting a real-life Sith, real Sith order or capturing the true dark nature and sinister spirit of the Sith. But the sad fact is, most of these would-be Siths were overweight, impotent, childish, and altogether lacking the kind of power potential that true Sith Lords crave. Looking back on it now... I realized that most of the criticism and mockery I received from serious people who looked at the Sith Academy during that period was accurate. Even if Sithism contained many powerful ideas, packaging them into a meme that is forever associated with fantasy movies, children's toys, and t-shirts just isn't going to attract many high-quality people or be taken seriously as an esoteric order. The ability to sell our books and introduce our ideas to many young people who are expecting Star Wars fantasies is rather subversive, and still has value, but it can't be the final form or central project of my life. 
There's something more serious, original, and dangerous at work here, which must be totally independent of George Lucas, Disney, and the latest cultural engineering schemes that come out of Hollywood. I, I am still proud of the work I did at Sith Academy and may yet do it in the future. The books, The Path of Power, Masters of Will, contain some of the most powerful writings and idea that I, with the contributions of Lord Ravik and others, have produced. The basic feelings that motivated the Sith Project are totally legitimate and powerful. From my present viewpoint, there are early expressions of the Black Sun consciousness. The Dark Side of the Force is another name for emanations, yeah, emanations of the Black Sun or Vril. The Siths are particularly fantastical and science fictional vision of the Black Sun at sect. The first of several Black Sunish forms that I have explored since my original awakening. And then he says more in part two, but I haven't found part two yet. But something I want to touch on here, <coughs> how he talks about the value being linked to fantasy movies, uh, children's shows, and how he can use that to get these books of his actual actual cult into the hands of kids to kind of use as a farming system yep. to get the type of people that he are look, he's looking for. Yeah. And he, he he is openly expressing that he doesn't want this to be a fantasy. He wants it to be real. Like, he wants real-life conquests and shit, as he put it. Once again, what if their conquest is to go put rags in people's gas tanks and light them on fire? Because this is what the dark Sith, whatever the fuck they are, does. And then, not to mention, when you go down the line of, line of books there... It gets very, it gets dark fast. Like it, it goes from the Sith bullshit to let's let's Fucking, make deals with the devil, yeah, that type of shit. Yeah. So, one, you know, I, like I said a little bit earlier, the dude could be, he, he's probably been doing. Obviously, he's been doing lots of research into the occult. If dude is onto something, and this does have real ties to magic because he does spell magic correctly in his writings here. Yeah, the CK version of magic. <laughs> what if he's indoctrinating these people into this whole like fantasy world and then he goes and does these fucking rituals which then further ties these innocent people oh, yeah, it's, to it's, something darker and they don't even fucking realize it's, it. It's cult 101. Like, yeah. Like Jim Jones is like, hey, fuck what the government has to say come and live on this farm where we'll do everything we'll do everything from scratch we'll build our own houses we'll grow our own food you don't have to answer to anybody and then he's like psych drink this fucking poison because i said so right like it gets he's it gets real in that fast last, in that whole big memorandum he he put out he talks about how easy it is to indoctrinate people into these cults. Yeah. That everybody's looking for something to, to, to be a grasp part of. onto. Yeah. Everybody wants to be on somebody's team. And the fact that he's talking about younger people. Yeah. Like he's, it's almost like he's using this, like he, uh, it, it is like he's using George Lucas and Star Wars as Which kind Star of Star Wars gateway. is big right now again. Yeah. It's huge My, again. Maddox loves it. Like yeah. it's, it is fucking crazy. They yeah. have a, they have a YouTube page with a bunch of videos showing all kinds of shit. And this dude looks like a fucking cult member. Fuck yeah. 100%. Straight up cult leader. This next page I'm going to click on. I know I'm just droning on reading stuff. You guys don't aren't interested. Just fast forward. But <laughs> this one's called Memento Mori. 
He has a whole like 20 minute YouTube video on it. He's in black garb. He's got a skull here. He's got candles lit and lit and candles lit. Well, think about it just for a second here. The dude, like the earliest date I've noticed so far is 2011. It's 2021 right now. This dude has been working on this shit for that long. 10 years, a decade. Yeah. Like, and you can tell by the way he writes his, his, I'll, I'll call it passion. To him, listening to him speak. Yeah. He's, he is a well-spoken, he's, he's slow, he's meticulous. He makes sure you understand every word that he's saying. Yeah. Like and, a cult leader. Yeah. And it's just, like I said, even if it's like, I wouldn't be surprised if dude is studying fucking rituals and real fucking dark magic. But even if it's not, it's still equally as dangerous the way he perceives the world now and the fact that he even states that it's basically easy to manipulate people. If you just give them the right cookie crumb, you can manipulate them and do whatever the fuck you want to do with them. You said it. Everybody's looking for something. Yeah, both of them are equally as dangerous. The one a little bit more dangerous, but nevertheless... the. His, doesn't go in a the, good route. The ideologies of this whole thing were like, it's it's so absolutely nihilistic and just pessimistic. Like, and <laughs> I, and I'm I'm the most pessimistic motherfucker I know. Yeah, you know. And the reading this, I'm like, God, oh, man, like, these guys are <laughs> these guys have got some fucking problems. <laughs> this one's called Memento Mori. The dark side disciples should keep certain symbols at hand. Black I didn't suns, notice that. Skulls. The I didn't notice that before, but it's got the uh, black sun mark. On the forehead. Yeah, so does he. Yeah, I know. I noticed his. I just didn't notice the one yeah. on the skull. It says black. Keep multiple or certain symbols at hand: black suns, skulls, black robes, etc., as reminders that he will die. Indeed, these symbols are a reminder that everything in existence, ourselves, our friends, our families, our tribes, our races, our civilizations, our species, our planet, our sun, our galaxy, our entire universe, is doomed to destruction. As the ancient Chinese sages said. When asked for a saying that is true in all times and places, this too shall pass. Nothing in this world is eternal. The fate of everything is darkness. Nothing can escape its destiny in the void of the black sun. Unlike the modern lightsider who lives in denial and mortal fear, fear of this reality, the darksider embraces it, takes dark inspiration from it, reminds himself of it often, and pays tribute to it by his devotion to symbols of death such as the black sun. Thus... Do we revive the ancient tradition of memento mori, the practice of keeping death imagery at hand as a reminder of our mortality? Common since ancient times, but forgotten in the modern age. We use these symbols not as simply we use these not as simply gloomy reminders, but to glorify the power of death, universal destruction, and ourselves as dead men walking under a black sun. We also use them to challenge ourselves, to always strive to achieve immortality and defeat death before it defeats us. The world is dying. The first terrible truth of our creed is understanding that the formed world is dying and is indeed doomed. The materialistic modern mind steeped from the white sunite notions like a progress and saving the world. This may be the most terrifying truth of all, but it has not always been so. In many metaphysical traditions throughout history, there has been a belief in an apocalypse or an end of days, a moment when humanity perishes and the world is destroyed The gods die, time itself comes to an end, and the universe is abolished. This idea is a manifestation of black sun consciousness, which has recurred in such forms as the biblical book of Revelations, the Islamic Day of Judgment, the Norse Ragnarok, the Hindu Shiva dance, and the Aztec fifth sun. Even modern science now 
posits that the cosmos is dissolving and will eventually go dark, returning to the void. Way to not be dark, bro. And it's and he goes into like like he touches on all the different religions and Aztec history and he's done his work Norse power and it is a lot of time wild. A lot of time and energy has been put into this shit. The fourth terrible truth: the gods are hostile. This terrible truth express, expresses the strong sense of every black sun, that every black sunite has that this world is not a work of a benevolent deity or tao, but of hostile gods or forces that absolutely want us all dead. We might describe this world as a prison ruled over by a mad warden who torments, deludes, and oppresses the inmates before putting them out of their misery. This is the ancient Gnostic philosophy taken to an extreme, but where the Gnostics believe in a god above god who could liberate us from this hospital god's prison black sunites don't believe such a being exists we might also describe this world as a war universe a place where conflict is inherent and struggle for survival is unending where life is by its nature an act of violence against nature an assertion of its will over the world and a violation of cosmic equilibrium where harmony with the universe is found only in death Thus we reject all preachers of peace, harmony, and a day when lions will lay down with lambs. This world is not our world, and it will never be. To become a black sunite, you must put aside all childish no notions of salvation, goodness, gods of light, and a peaceful or benevolent universe. You must learn to look this vast hostile cosmic in the void and be unbowed. You must desire to shake your fist at the stars and shout, damn you to hell. You must curse the gods, wish death upon them, then find your own salvation in the way of the black sunite, who finds reason enough to exist in this eternal war with all creation. This motherfucker is dark. Dude, I'm telling like, you. That's like, ridiculously dark. It is nuts. <coughs> there's like, there's a whole bunch of forums. Life itself is... That he talks about. Like, it's ridiculous, man. It's so fucking crazy. It, like, this guy... And imagine like forcing yourself to think that for ten plus years. What oh, that and it, does it was to probably psyche. longer than that. Oh, I'm sure it is, but I have a timeline of about ten years, and ten years of of pushing that into your own psyche. Yeah, like, that fucks with your head. You're constantly living this dream. And there, there are forums where people have signed up and are actually talking. Yeah, and it gets fucking crazy in this shit too. Someone's po someone posts, what about the gods that represent the shadows, like Lucifer, Loki, and the Aztec one you mentioned in some other article? Would a black sunite reject and curse them as well? The Order of the Black Sun replies, Black sunites admire gods of darkness, destruction, and chaos because they are stronger gods, but they are still hostile. It's similar to a, Lovecraft, a Lovecraftian cultism, I suppose. It, it's, it, the whole thing is bizarre, and you can, you can clearly tell... That dude is on some dark shit, and he wants... It's almost like he wants one of them old-school, like, black cults that Take just... Take over the shit. Yeah, like, he wants to be a real uh, Illuminati, fucking a real... Like, a real something that is darkness, pure darkness and evil. This is probably going to run over long, but whatever. We're going to run with this. Black Sunite motivation. What motivates a Black Sunite? If the universe is doomed and nothing is true, why should you strive for anything during your brief and meaningless existence in your present incarnation? Why seek to join an order of the Black Sun? Why strive for shadow lordship? Why give your allegiance to the Black Emperor? Why speak Borgal? 
why recruit and train others? Why preserve the lineage of the lore of the order? In fact, why simply not take your own life in the pointless exercise of existence and pass directly into the void right now? Jesus Christ, man. That That is not Star Wars shit, No, bro. that is darkness. These are critical questions, surely, surely among the most important for anyone considering the Black Sun Path. The best answers are not contained within the pages of this book, nor any collection of words we can offer. They are only found in the field of experience among Black Sunite society and in the consciousness of your own awakened shadow mind. We are not here to tell you or to sell you on Black Sunism with pretty words, but to lay out a path so that you may take the first step and decide if it draws you in. Having said that, we will offer the following list of reasons that a member of the order, including ourselves, has expressed for being becoming a part of this current. Black Sun Spirit. The Black Sun symbol and the spirit behind it call to them in some ineffable but powerful way. Power craving. The might is right ethos and the promise of rank within the order appeal to the hunger for their power. Artistic appeal. The dark aesthetics of Black Sunisms are attractive and inspiring. Appetite for destruction. Death, destruction, and darkness are appealing activities and objects of interest. Warrior mentality. The warrior mindset, strength, and discipline of black knights appeal to their natures. Hatred of white sunism. A revulsion for white sunites' ideals, individuals, and culture drives them to seek something totally opposite of those things. Philosophical persuasion. The terrible truths of the black sunism persuade their intellects and agree with their way or and agree with their perceptions of reality. Shadow mindedness. The black sunite cultivation of shadow mind appeals to their need to explore and harness their own inner darkness. Void awareness. The perception of the world as a fleeting and illusory emanation within a deeper void agrees with their perceptions. Occult intrigue. Become a part of an occult order of hidden followers of dark truths there you go. intrigues them. There you go. Like this, by that description there, like it, it makes me think of the outcasts in like high school. Oh, yeah. The geeky losers off by themselves who, which by the way, I was probably one of those who... Didn't have a bunch of friends, <clears throat> but then they found this one little online group that matched Flocked. their way of think, and they're like, "Oh shit, here's my people." Yeah, like this is my team, this is my squad. I'm gonna roll with them hard now. And there's people who like this. There's a woman that posts on here. I like the dark aesthetic and have the warrior spirit. As a Sith, I live that way. Though some of the philos philosophy. philosophy can make my depression and anxiety worse. It could also be be because I'm alone and I need others to train with. You fucking think? Like if, I mean, if it you could, have, it could if, make me fucking be really bummed. You Jesus, know? if you have depression and all you're reading about is death, destruction, and how, like he's literally saying that life is literally meaningless. Yeah, yeah. you're gonna be depressed. Look at this shit, dude. And like, who's to say this dude isn't possessed by something? Dude, the dude sounds possessed, like he's trying to build some type of dark army. Yeah, that sounds exactly what like what he's supposed to, what he's trying to do. This says I'm fairly sure this cult philosophy is influenced by the Zeta Reticuli, who are the dark lords and parasite off of humans. Where have I heard that before? Uh, I think I did something on Zeta, Zeta Reticuli. Reticuli. Dan Aykroyd talks about it. Yeah, like it, I, supposedly there's not good beings from that. Well, that system. Hmm. Weird. Weird. Like I said, there there are little, little slivers of of actual fucking 
crazy shit in this stuff. Like, it's not all just garbage. And I think, I feel like the dude, well, the dude's obviously done his research because he knows a lot about all these different gods and this, that, and the other. And I will guarantee you he has looked into the occult and he probably has either done rituals or modified rituals to fit his narrative, if that makes sense, which the dude could be playing with fire. Yeah. Like he, which, and then you've also had experiences where people have started to become possessed by demons that these are telltale signs, depression, anxiety. Those are tail signs of possible beginning of possession. And yeah, as I was digging through it, I was reading through the forum of people posting because there there are quite there are hundreds of posts there, on, on yeah, this forum. There's a lot, and I came across this one. Hear me now. Apathy that stems from nihilism is a source of your anxiety and depression. This cult will only crush your spirit. We're not meant to live in nihilistic oppression. We must look inside ourselves and find our own values in life. Look inside your immortal soul and you will find truth, that you are the gods of earth. You are peace-loving beings that will build a utopia in this realm, not the demons that wish to be destroyed. The light and dark indeed comes from the All-Father. Be the light, not the dark. So it's almost like someone who has looked into this and said, this isn't cool. Yeah, you guys need to like not be this way. This isn't dope. Like This, is, this was posted three months ago. Tread the path of absolution. Let the pain take over your flesh. And turn spirit into the supreme the supremacy of dark side. Take the power of suffering and death. Wield it as a weapon, forge it into fear. Loathe the little meaningless mortals and kill them all with passion to rule as the one God. There's some dark motherfuckers on here. There's one there's somebody posts a guest is posting as the black sun. I am the first and the last. All power comes from me. I am Devi. I am the dark primordial mother. I am chaos. I existed before everything else. I birthed the divine masculine. I am Lucifer. I made the decision to fall. I've been climbing up the ladder of consciousness ever since, from the bottom constantly reincarnating, as being steel and harness my light. I am Kali. I am here to destroy the old world and create new. I am Sekhmet. I am waking up from my sleep. I am Eve. We are inside of the apple. I am Lilith. And I've been scorned. I made the first race out of or first race of humans out of sand. I am the Antichrist. I am the bride of Christ. Sophia, Mother Mary, and Mary Magdalene. Jesus Christ, who is Shiva, is light and the sword that pierces through the darkness. He is Michael, who subdues the dragon. I am the power which he wields. I am the snake that wraps itself around infinity and around the matrix. I am the Leviathan. I am the one who will kill the snake, which is also myself in a great battle, thus serving time itself or severing time itself i will move the poles of the earth i'm the red star kashina which was told to me when i was pulled into a vortex in the center of a lake when mars was closest to earth and was a great red er, and was a great red light in the sky i have many names this is my last time incarnating i am the watery void which all life exists within i am inside all beings and all beings are inside of me this is my avatar I exist at the center of everything as a black sun, with tentacle-like fractals and a fake green light. I am the end and I am the beginning. I will rise as a black phoenix. These are the end times. I started channeling that I am the black sun years ago, as well as many other messages. It has taken a hold of my life and I have accepted the role. The black sun guides me and is me. So dude is a certified psychopath. <laughs> what is this? 
like I said, like when we were dealing with the egress in the beginning and everything. Like, what is this? And we were talking about possible cults down there in egress or in uh, Kentucky. And I made that statement and it stands true right here. You have people that can talk to the devil. You have people that think they can talk to the devil. They both fucking suck. Neither one of them would be fun to deal with. And this black sun dude posting, I don't even know. And whether or not they're actually tapping into shit or not, I don't fucking know. They want to be. I, I feel like if they... I feel like if they haven't committed a human sacrifice, they're right on the fucking doorstep of doing it. Yeah, we were going to play this this faux human sacrifice video and we were going to make fun of it, but the more I read of it... Yeah, it's not very cool. I'm not going to touch it. Like he keeps posting, when I kill the snake, it will become a butterfly. I'm still preparing for my mission, but will soon be in the public... Or I will soon be in public light. Because the video is very... It's, it's dumb as hell. Yeah. I would say that. They literally they have use, a mannequin, they lightsaber the head off, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, like it's a joke. To save the world, to bring it into suffering, to bring it into perpetual unsatisfactoriness, to help awaken humanity, to judge them, to bring them closer together with the knowledge of one, to help them see God in every life form, to help them understand, and in doing so, help myself understand. When it comes to saving the world, all that matters is that scenario can be, an imag- can be imagined where it can be saved since all consciousness and reality is constantly being rewritten, created, and projected in every given moment. There is a fork in reality, one path that leads only to destruction and the other path leads to heaven. Both lead back to the source. What? This dude is bizarre and dark. And, like, even if even if he is it's, one of them people who are just, like, power-hungry fuck that just wants to be the center of attention, and he he knows all of this is just straight bullshit. Whoever's posting is this Black Sun thing isn't even a member because all of these, the Order of the Black Sun that responds, are moderators. This hmm. one is just a guest. Interesting. He says, like, somebody will ask him a question and he'll respond to it, but then the user's comment will be deleted. He's responding to this deleted comment as aliens do exist, but many beings that we think are from other planets are actually from other dimensions or from inside the earth. You can also look at things like angels and demons as being aliens. There are thousands and thousands of different types of beings, and we just don't have the right kind of lens to look at them yet. Earth or this level of earth is basically quarantine. I mean, there might be some validity there. It's not a, that's not a dumb response by no, any means. No, no, no. I don't know. Like this is it I is guess. borderline like like I said, I feel like at the very least if they haven't killed somebody, they're probably going to. Like that girl that I read earlier talking about anxiety and depression, she posted just less than a year ago, I have a Sith Academy branch now for those who are interested in being apprentice as an acolyte. Oh, so she's she started her own branch. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. That's what I was saying just a minute ago is that if the leader of all this, even if he knows that all this is bullshit, these people don't. These people are trying to live this life. Yeah, and I don't even think, I think he believes. I do too. It is not bullshit. I do too. I, just to clarify, I do too. But I'm just saying that either way you go, any any direction you go with this, it's dangerous. Because it, they could be tapping into real dark magic, which is dangerous. He could be 
convinced that they are more powerful than what they are and they have the ability just to go fucking kill everything and get away with it and they will like a whole Charles Manson type situation <laughs> you know or or he knows all this is bullshit but his followers don't because he admitted earlier that that's what happened in the Sith people thought people thought that this motherfucker was part of the force and he was a fucking prophet and when he <laughs> Said, I'm a fake. Psych. They said, fuck People this. People got fucking pissed and they left. This <laughs> <laughs> is fucking insanity. It's insanity. Some of these don't even, like, I'm clicking on some of this shit and they didn't even pull up to begin with. They're, I'm sorry. Their links are pulling up other links and. I'm sorry. Don't be this stupid, listeners. Don't be this dumb. The four spiritual casts. I haven't even read some of this shit. Fuck These it. These pages didn't even pull up. Well, it's probably because you're getting indoctrinated to um, being a dark ninja. The path of inner destruction. Oh, it sounds fun. Void meditation. I'm and look, this is all psychedelic drugs. This is all to fuck. That's Nature all to immersion. fuck with people's brains to break their brains apart. Memetics. Memetics is the science of infectious ideas, symbols, and behavior there called memes. Booyah. When you plant a mind virus or thought bomb in someone's head that drives them mad or alters their behavior, you're practice, you are practicing memetics. Every Dark Lord is a memomancer? Memomancer? <laughs> He's a memancer. Damn, dog. Who uses memes to trans transform himself or other people into entire society. So I'm calling this right now my buddy Pat from work. He is now a memomancer. Because Good for him. He is a memomancer. Good for him. That's what, no matter which way you go, it's dangerous. Logic, that is dangerous. Because you can see that a no lot of these No wonder why pages, your Jedi comrades turned you in as terrorists. You, a lot of these pages people haven't accessed because there's no comments on some of these ones that you have to link out of. Which is probably a good thing. Yeah. Because some of this shit is fucking crazy. All this shit is fucking crazy. And a smart person, if you can read this, you can tell the Excerpt dude is a fucking there. psychopath. Yeah, but there it's the people that can't tell that. I know. Because he openly says, like, I'm fucking with your brain. I'm I gonna am indoctrinating you. Yes. And I'm using this whole like Sith Jedi shit as a ploy to draw young people in. This is my plan. I'm telling you to your face, and you're still buying it. Because it's insanity. It is this is the one of the most insane things I've heard in a minute. What end goal do the Dark Lords envision? What will happen once the Dark Sun completely dominates the world? What plan does the Order have for the world once that happens? That was a question asked in the forum two years ago. The response, there won't be any world left, presumably. Presumably. That's some Yeah, the dude, dark yeah. Shit. I don't know. It's dog. insane, man. Like this is this is fucking weird. And like I said, you, the, the Black Sun ritual I, is fucking real. When I told you a Star Wars cult, did you think it was gonna be this bad? No, this no, no, no. Like we talked about it earlier. And I'm like, you know what? We could do an episode because some of the stuff he's touching on is very occulty. It's very culty. And it is borderline dangerous, but the more we dive down this rabbit hole, I feel like it is extremely dangerous. No matter if it t touches on real black magic, or if it's all just made up bullshit, but these people are so brainwashed. Here he's talking about fucking Atlantis, the Black Sun over Atlantis, of the Atlantean Revelations Part One. This is insane. Like this goes on forever. 
At first, the strange cult was ignored or laughed at by the satisfied citizens of Atlantean Kingdom. Basically, the Sunites sunk Atlantis. Oh, okay. I don't know if I buy that one. Why not? I'm not saying it's <laughs> not possible, I guess, but Prove it wrong. I feel like the dude has got a pretty big fucking ego. I, I just know. I keep the Black Sun Jihad. Soon after this revelation, the Black Sunites launched the Black Sun Jihad, the holy war to eradicate all life in the cosmos by launching self-replicating planet-killing machines into space in all directions. The The machines constructed a kind of Dyson sphere or shell around each star, blotting out its light long enough to freeze the solar system to death. In this way, the Black Sun Armada sterilized their entire home galaxy of life long ago and are approaching ours as we speak. Any day now, perhaps their doomsday machines will arrive Soon after, our sun will go black and our planet will die forever. Yay. <laughs> Yay. I don't, I don't fucking know. Good job. Thanks. I don't know what in the fuck is going on, dog. I don't either. It's so... So fucking dark and... These motherfuckers need some happiness. And it's so like I didn't realize there were this many pages. I just keep keep linking. Yeah, it's to going another, on forever. To another. To another. Ten years of work right here, baby. This is crazy. You think? Absolutely crazy. Yep. These it's, um I'm on a motherfucking watch list. These know, guys I, need to be on like every watch list. I posted something about joining the Star Wars cult as a joke because I didn't really look into this on Facebook. And now here we are. So Yay. I don't know, man. I don't either. This All is, I know this is, is it's dark. It's dark and like I said, crazy. I've said it about forty times, I'll say it another time. No matter which way you go. This is dangerous. Because it doesn't even, like, like it, when I was reading the books and shit and you get into the Sith, I'm like, oh, here we go. Some Star Wars fanboys is trying to, like, get a bunch of dudes together to hang out in his basement. But, no, they want life to cease to exist. I don't know why. That sucks. That's heavy as shit. Yeah, well. And they have, the fucked up part is, is that they have people, normal everyday people, commenting and looking into shit. Look at this woman. Like, she just looks like a regular fucking person. Well, she is the leader of a Sith Academy. She started her own goddamn sect of this cult. Yeah. Then it is growing, obviously. Yeah, and we're going to release this, they're going to see it, and then we're going to get murdered. They're going to samurai sword you, Kyle. Uh, I wouldn't advise that. I just wouldn't. Because, listen. You thought this was going to be a bullshit episode, didn't you? I did. I 100% did. I thought we'd do a lot more laughing, a lot more joking. A lot less dying. A lot less dying. It got dark real fast. Uh, No pun intended, Black Sun. Yeah, well, that's what they're going for, so they're stoked. I don't know. I, I don't know. You will need a discus account to comment. Should I sign up for one of those? I don't know. You probably could. Fuck Should it. I just go in and see what they're all about? See if they try to recruit me? They probably will try to recruit you because yeah. they are psychopaths. I'll take, I'll take over this motherfucker. Come on. I'm convincing as hell. I don't know. It's weird. It's, it's I could sit here. Half, I could though. sit here and keep reading you guys these pages, but if you really are that interested in it, 
go to the Order of the Black Sun have and fun. look at it. Because I don't think I have ever heard anyone ever on any podcast, on any form of media, talk about this I before. Well, I've heard we've we've been looking into the Black Sun ritual, and that's as close as it's come to this. Which almost kind of falls into it. Oh, it very well could. Because the Black Sun ritual is the whole idea of straying away from the light. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Which is a hundred percent what these motherfuckers. I guarantee, you know? old boy has looked into it. Yeah, because Guaranteed. you know, you know, he's into paranormal and the occult because he talks about Zeta Reticuli. He talks about yep. aliens. He talks about all this other shit. Like yep. that is, I don't know, but we'll wrap it up there. Uh, thanks for hanging out and listening to me read about whatever the fuck this is going on. <laughs> because I thought it was going to be a ho hum. Uh, Darth Vader is my daddy kind of uh, funny haha story, There's but now shirt. it turned Darth House Guy Darth Vader is my daddy. Love it. Choke me with the force, Vader daddy. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. But anyway, um, yeah, we'll wrap it up there. If anybody delves into this, do so with uh, a good mind. Yeah, and keep us up to date on Discord. Yeah, if you sign up for this, if you start cooperating, talking to these, because there were comments just a few months ago and they're responding back. So don't, yeah, don't fall prey to this, please. Um, if you do contact it, if you do dive into it more than we did, get on Discord. Let us know. Uh, so uh, check us out at all our social medias: Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok. Come and hang out with us. And until we meet again, stay safe, stay weird, and if you decide to join the Order of the Black Sun, try to bring some light into their lives. God damn.